Welcome to the Divine Feminine Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Celeste Hartwell, and we are a feminine view of entrepreneurship for women by women. Unofficially, we interview women who are making a shit ton of money and breaking all the rules. Thank you so much for joining us, and let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Celeste Hartwell, and I am the host of Divine Feminine Leaders Podcast, and I'm celebrating that we are recording again. So if you are new to us, you know, I have done so many different things in this podcast. I've taught specifically just myself. I've interviewed a whole bunch of women, and I have a lot of interviews actually in the queue that have been waiting. I have not launched a new podcast episode since about February of 2020 on the actual podcasting platforms where we you can listen to us anywhere, Spotify, Apple, all your favorite podcast places. We are available everywhere um, and uploading the videos onto YouTube. And so some of them actually did get recorded live on Facebook throughout the pandemic. But I just have been having a real interesting relationship with the podcast and making it harder than it needed to be. So this is my coming out that I am a recovering perfectionist. I, Celeste Hartwell, am a recovering perfectionist. And I am going to just share what I feel called to share from now on. Sometimes that will be interviews with amazing women that I feel like you should know. And sometimes it's just going to be me. So Today, I really wanted, so all that being said, a little bit of context, a little bit of backstory for the people who maybe listened before and were, you know, what the hell happened, Celeste? Like, girl, I got into some fear and we all do. It happens. And I'm so grateful that I've moved out of that place now. And some days it's a struggle. So we'll just see what happens. I'm not putting any pressure on myself any longer. I'm kind of over it. And I'm doing what I feel led to do. And if it feels great, I'm doing it. And if it doesn't, I'm not. That's kind of what I've learned works best in my body. Pressure does not motivate me at all. It makes me say fuck everybody. <laughs> so um, so anyway, that being said, I do want to give value. That is something that really feels good to me. And sharing my wisdom, holding space for people is one of the ways that I'm able to do that. So one way that I had desired to start this podcast in the past and always was a little bit afraid of doing it, never really did, was sharing an oracle card. This is how I start client sessions or sometimes I pull cards in client sessions. Uh, I do it in group programs that I run. And I just bought this new deck by Colette Baron-Reed. It's called um, the Oracle of the Seven Energies, Oracle of the Seven Energies by Colette Baron Reid. And it is really, really beautiful. And here is the card that came up today. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the beautiful photo. And this one is number three. It is Time Machine. So it talks about key concepts, inherited patterns, conditioning, lessons already learned, cellular memory, honoring the past without being trapped there. And the guidance in this says, we rely on stories we inherit from our ancestors, our families, our culture, and the world around us to construct a map of our reality. 
As we develop new stories in life, we build on those old foundations, repair them when we can, and tear them down to begin again. The best and most powerful traits and experiences of your ancestors are yours to integrate into your life so you don't have to revisit their hardships or rectify their mistakes. You have a magical map with which to navigate your current circumstances. Look to the past for answers now. Ask yourself, in this situation, what can I learn from those who came before me? What traits can I emulate in order to move through this challenge with wisdom? How can I build on what I already know and integrate this understanding? What might I do differently? Sometimes you walk blindly into traps set in the past. Perhaps you couldn't see that you were repeating a pattern until you were well in it. The best course of action here is to rest, practice self-compassion, and make a conscious choice to do something differently next time. Clarity will come. Remember that if you do what you always did, you'll get what you always got. History repeats itself only if you allow it. The most important thing is that you are becoming aware. You can make a different choice regarding how you respond to life right now. Yes, Things can be awkward and uncomfortable as old hurts are revealed and new solutions are attempted. The time is ripe for change, so keep going. Every step is important. Allies will rally, but in the end, you are the one you've been searching for. One day you will remember how beautiful, how your beautiful new story was just around the corner. Well, if that doesn't talk about what we've been, uh, what I've been saying, yeah, there's a lot of stories that we can run into or that I ran into with this uh, podcast being on hiatus for so long. Uh, um, a lot of visibility scare, you know, scared, being afraid of visibility, not trusting myself in order to, um, be able to show up in, in the way that I desire to show up. And yeah, there's just a lot. Yeah, I'm just, this is very interesting. And so I love how it talks about the best course of action here is to rest, practice self-compassion, and make a conscious choice to do something differently next time, and that clarity will come. I really believe that. Uh, that is, I think, partially why I paused here for a moment on this project, because I just knew that something felt off for me, and it felt like I was like doing it because I needed to do it instead of doing it because I wanted to do it or doing it out of a place of desire. And I don't work well from a place of you need to do this thing. Uh, that's just not true for me. So I'm grateful that I did take the rest. I'm grateful that I did find self-compassion, a lot of self-forgiveness work around this particular podcast, um, knowing that some people love it and we're like listening and we're telling people about it. And and I allowed myself to start feeling some pressure instead of just really focusing on like, what do I love? I love to share wisdom. I love to interview inspiring women. I love to show up in this way. So thank you for your forgiveness for me. And let's dive into the topic. So what I really felt called to kind of riff on today was healing my relationship with sales. So let me be completely transparent. I worked in corporate for 18 years. Um, I was an analyst for a lot of that time. I also worked in contract management. I got an accounting degree. I ended up 
getting an, an associate's in accounting and then getting a bachelor degree in contract management because I had worked in contracts for so long that I thought, well, fuck, I'll just get the degree that is like most cohesive what with what my work experience is. And it quote unquote made a lot of sense, right? Like it was very logical and and I don't regret that decision on any level. It was brutal. It was hard. It was um, not something that I was that lit me up inside. So it was kind of like pulling teeth every time I was studying or doing a paper or whatever. But anyway, all that background to say that when I got into business for myself seven years ago, um, uh, there's another piece of that. I had worked as an admin assistant for a sales department. Uh, early in my career, early, early in my 18-year career, probably around year three, two or three is when I started being the admin assistant for a sales department. And they wanted me to be a salesperson. They were like, oh, you could do this. Like, And I was always clear, like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't know the product well enough. If I were to sell, I would need to really, really be confident in the product. And I don't know that I verbalized it in that way, but I did verbalize that I needed to know the product. I didn't know what I was selling. I wasn't comfortable in that moment in my early 20s to be doing that. So I didn't. I refused that. I did a lot of back office work. Again, moved my way up, contract administration, became an analyst as an analyst here with data, like spreadsheets, I can build them, access databases. I've figured it out. Thanks, Google. Um, and, and, and was very comfortable in those positions. Yes, I had great relationships with people in the office, great relationships with sales teams, great relationships with everybody, but was not comfortable with the sales. Because in my mind... Now we're going to get into the relationship part of it. In my mind, sales was skeezy. Um, I had always felt like I was being taken advantage of as a woman. I'd had some different experiences with auto mechanics, like giving me a different price if I called and didn't ask any questions. And then if my husband at the time called, um, they'd give him a lower price. And then I would call again and ask more questions. And they would give me yet a lower price. It was like, I just did not trust sales. Like sales clearly was some skeezy dude on the corner trying to like bowl one over on me, right? Like trying to take advantage of me. And that's how it was in my experience and in my body. So then I go into entrepreneurship seven years ago. And <laughs> when you are deciding to work for yourself, you are also the sales team. Um, and so I hired a business coach, a few business coaches over the years and took a couple sales trainings. And the way that I was taught to sell was through some emotional manipulation. And it was, I think, well-intended, but it was about, um, it was really about like, trying to get somebody to be very present with their pain and to help them like make a decision from the pain in the way of hope. And I'm going to be real honest, like that clearly that way works. I sold things. I sold things that way and I never felt good about it. So I also learned that when I sold that way, I didn't feel good about what I was offering to the client. Like it made me feel this is super transparent, like super raw. Like I've never shared this publicly. <laughs> so I'm just laying that out here right now. Like I'm feeling a little bit open in this moment. It When I sold in that way, I felt immense guilt 
in in those client relationships. But I didn't know how to rectify it, right? Like I didn't know uh, how to do it differently. I didn't know how to do sales differently. I didn't have a lot of confidence, honestly, like in my coaching and my experience. I went from being an analyst and a back office person to being a coach, which while yes, I've always been a great support person for people in my life, there was a lot of imposter syndrome in the beginning, right? So it was also was like, I'm not confident going back to why I didn't do sales in my early 20s. I didn't know the product well enough. I didn't know myself well enough in the process. That was the product. And I wasn't confident in my ability. I wasn't confident in my ability. And so that really held me back in sales for a long time. And because I didn't have a sales process that felt incredible to me, I, I, I resisted sales a lot. I resisted having conversations and inviting people in to work with me uh, because it just didn't feel good. It just did not feel good. It felt slimy. It felt sleazy. It felt everything. And so one of the questions that I always ask people, you know, I do a lot of mindset coaching. I coach women to make a shit ton of money while breaking all the rules. That's my fun tagline. But it really boils down to relationship with money, right? And so one of the questions that I always ask clients when they first sign on is, if money were a person, who is that? What What's their personality traits? Who are they, right? And and that helps us to see, like, how are we, how are we putting, you know, how are we, who is money to us? Like, how is it showing up for us? What do we think about? I'm, I'm so big on mindset. And since I live and breathe and, and do this for myself all the time, I'm really big on like, if, if we can really identify how we view money, um, then we can shift it. Then once we have awareness, we can change things, right? So I've had to do this with sales. I've had to really do this with sales and learn a new way of selling that feels in service to me, to the people that I work with. It makes me feel more confident. I, 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 A, I am more confident in my coaching now, being in business for so long and, and going through so many iterations and coaching so many different people in so many different ways. But also when I trust that the person in front of me is not an idiot. They're super fucking intelligent in their own God-given way that they know what they want. They know what they need and that I have an amazing product. I have an amazing service that I share with people and I value the relationship with that person more than getting the sale. So I will not do emotional manipulation anymore. I will do only high integrity sales, which to me is having a conversation, asking a lot of questions, getting really, really clear on what they need, and then giving like my insight into like what's happening. And then asking them if they want to talk about what it would look like to work together. It, that is definitely, you know, giving them my insight. I know that I'm able to help you with this. And then asking them if they want to work together, if they want to know more about what that would look like. And if the answer is yes, then I give them more information about that. Is that something you want to do? Yes. Great. Here's the information. This is how it's going to go. Here's my contract. Here's the payment plan. What payment plan do you want? You know, and, and, 
kind of tying it up. And if when I ask, like, do you want to know more about working with me? And they say no, great. I I completely understand. And if they say, I want to know more about working with you, and then at the end, they're like, oh, well, I can't do it right now, but I want to do it in the future, be like, great. I completely understand. I trust you. I'm excited when the time is right. I release. There's like, I, I hope that you're feeling how I feel when I have these conversations now, which is there's a level of detachment, right? A level of trust, a level of knowing that I'm going to be provided for, trusting the universe, knowing that my skills are valuable, knowing that I'm able to really um, help people in a profound way and give them immense value and clarity and support in whatever way they're looking for. And it's really, really beautiful. So that feels like exactly what I wanted to share on this particular episode. I would love to hear your ideas, relationships with sales, your your content around that, um, maybe what's triggered you in the past. I think that's all valuable information to help us learn how we want to move differently in the world. Now that like I love this sales process, it's really, really easy for me. I've signed more clients this year than I ever have before. And it's because of this relationship with sales that I was able to like really navigate and work through. And so I find that relationship with everything, I find we have relationships with everything in life, whether it's our business, it has its own energy, it has its own life force. I've talked about that on this show, Um, our projects, our ideas, uh, and respecting the energy of everything. And when we really can respect the energy of money, respect the energy of sales, and do these things in a way that feels best to us, it's, it's, it's business changing. It's life changing. It it will completely blow your minds. And it feels so fucking good. It feels so good. And it feels so good to know that you are valued by those people, that you know your worth, that you um, are getting paid a wage that feels good to you, that feels like supportive, that you can really, you know, take care of yourself. And there's, there's, there's work that goes into that. So this is part of what I am helping people with right now. Um, it, it feels like life is, business is always uh, following life in a way. Like as I go into these things and I master these skills, like these are absolutely things that I'm teaching to my clients and, and really helping them move through. So if you feel like you you know, you hear this and you're interested in having a conversation, I would love to invite you into that. It's actually super easy to get on my calendar. You can just go to divinefeminineleaders.com backslash conversation. And so again, that's divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, feminine, F-E-M-I-N-I-N-E, leaders, com, And I would love to have a conversation with you, see what is coming up for you. And honestly, like if I feel like I can't help you, I'm going to look for somebody who can help you. That's just super high integrity. It's like one of my number one values in my business. And so 
just trust universe has got your back. You are always in the right place at the right time. And people want to purchase from you. They're looking for your services. If you are feeling called to do something in the world, it is because the universe wants you to have it. That thought didn't come from you. It came from the divine. So it is yours by divine right. So I love you so much. I'm so grateful for your time, for your energy, for your love, for listening to this. And I will see you on the next episode, whenever the hell that comes out. And I look forward to sharing more with you in the coming weeks, months, years. This has been the Divine Feminine Leaders Podcast with Celeste Hartwell. Thank you so much for joining us today. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there and you have chosen to spend your time with us. That is not lost on us and we are deeply appreciative. If you want to find us online, find all the links and the free giveaways that were mentioned in the show, please join us at CelesteHartwell.com. That is C-E-L-E-S-T-E-H-A-R-T-W-E-L-L. And you can link to this episode as well as any other episode there. If you enjoyed this episode and the content that we shared, I invite you to subscribe so that you get notifications every time a new episode is released or share it with a friend. If you know another female entrepreneur who could benefit from this information, we would love for you to share the love. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the next episode.